The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guys. Me, really well, Villain Routes, from Virginia here at your service. And uh, where is it? Where is it? How about if you sweep it out? What's the point? I can't do anything right. You'll do fine. Oh. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Great reverse hey, sweep pal. here. You just blowing from Stupid Town? A hundred percent just came in from Stupid Town. Because why? Why did I go against what I felt for the whole game? And I went against, I had the inkling the entire game. Sparks, plus 13 and a half. It was too many points. This Sparks team is better. They have a great coach. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, if I'm going to back the Aces, I got to back them early, huh? And then the Sparks will go and do it. And no, absolutely not. The Sparks were in control of that game for about 75% of that game. So I wish I just went with my first instinct and just took the Sparks. However, I didn't. I tried to get cute, took Aces first quarter, and I got burned for it. Nonetheless, dog, both overs come in. And the Phoenix Mercury, as of last year, defense is just absolutely terrible. And... They're, they're going to be an auto over cash. I don't know what to make of this Minnesota team yet, but Phoenix is going to be an auto over. So we miss the – we get the reverse sweep there. Patrick comes in and lets us know how bad we are doing. Scott Studio, Rochelle. Scott, what's going on? Yeah, doing pretty well. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on here. I believe I haven't been on since the opening night, and I ended up going one and one on that episode. Ended up actually losing with the Lynx, so I know how it feels. Uh, not a good basketball team. I believe the game that I backed them, they scored a total of three points in the entire second quarter, and that was how they ended up losing to Chicago. But I had an alternative spread on the Sparks uh, against the Mercury at five and a half. At like plus 155, that got there easily. They won by 20. Overall, can't complain. Uh, I know that it's been an interesting start to the WNBA season. I hate the scheduling layout. I don't know if we're going to have a rant here or not. How many two-game schedules do you need? Can we have more teams on the calendar at the same time? Is that too much to ask for? I actually don't have a problem with it because I've seen when they start adding more teams on the calendar and then we start getting one game slates and those are the worst like where I just have. But what I will say is that why do you have a two game slate and the two games are going off at the same time? But that Seattle, is irritating. That, that's also dumb. But Seattle hasn't played since Sunday. What are we doing here? They just had the whole week off. Can we, can we get some? Can we get some more action for these teams? But Dallas had Dallas had a lot of time off, and Dallas has like I think like three games in five days or something like that coming up. And what is the schedule breakdown for me? I just find extremely odd that you just have a day off. You have a full day off somewhere, followed by two games here, two games here. We we can stretch it out a little bit. I'm just saying it's a little bit weak as far as I'm concerned. Mm. I want more games. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. Well, you got to have more teams to have more games. And <laughs> expansion is on the way. Here, it 
Yeah, I really don't have an issue. I li- I like the the influx of two game slates because again, last year we had a lot of one game slates, and that's really really. Uh, I'd rather have an influx of three game slates. I just feel like you mentioned the time. But if you get three game here. slates, then you're not going to have you're going to have days where you don't have games at all. And that's already had a day where you didn't have any games. Even no, what I'm saying. But slate. I just remember last year we had a lot of three game slates and then there was like two days where we weren't having anything or we was getting one game in like three A's. And it's yeah, like, I, I get oh, what you're no. saying. I just find the breakdown a little bit peculiar to start the season. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. But whatever. It's better to have games than to have no games. But I do feel like it's a little bit light on the card every night, or maybe just because since you only have two games every night, maybe they can actually, you know, give us the lines earlier because there's only two games to prepare. You, for. So that was my issue last night. Last night they had two games. Both of them were at 10 o'clock games. And I'm like, okay, neither one of these teams play tomorrow. They should give us the lines just as early because they gave us those lines for the games yesterday at like 1 p.m. Mm. And yet, no, they decide to wait until the other two games go off to, excuse me, to drop the lines. And it's like, what, what is these two games? What does the Sparks and the Aces and the Lynx and the Mercury playing have to do anything with you dropping the lines on the Sky and the Mystics and Dallas and Seattle? Like, it is ridiculous. And huh. nonetheless, here we are to talk about a slate. Before we do that, got to talk to you about edge boost because edge boost is the first bet now pay later visa card for sports betting is just like all those other buy now pay later stuff but edge boost allows you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments and did you hear me say zero percent interest simply deposit the funds into your edge boost account They'll match your deposit, and you can use those funds to on eat on any legal sports betting site. Edge Boost currently offers up to about $2,500 in advances, so you can get up to $2,500 added to your bankroll. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. To talk about two games that are actually playing tonight, we have the Washington Mystics on the road going to play the Chicago Sky, the 2-0 Chicago Sky. Mystics open up as a three-and-a-half point favorite. They have now moved to four-and-a-half. 157-and-a-half is the total injury report here. And you have for the Washington Mystics, Maisha Hines-Allen is still out with that knee injury. And Isabel Harrison, we know we're not going to be seeing her for an extended amount of time with her own knee injury. So it looks like we are still rolling out a lineup for the, for the sky. And Marina Mabry, Courtney Williams, Clea Copper, Morgan Burtz, and Elizabeth Williams. So sky, 2-0. Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah, they're... They're two and zero. I personally was pretty low on this team because they lost a lot of talent last year. Having said that, I still don't think this team is very good. I just think that the Mercury and the Lynx are potentially as bad as we thought they were going to be. Because I know that we weren't big fans in Minnesota. I still can't believe Powers is coming off the bench. I, I, I don't understand this. Night. 
I, I know. Oh, I know she did. She had 20 in like 24 minutes. She should maybe get more minutes. That's all I'm saying. Your team's. I started her at fantasy but... last night too. Well, I've been, well, I've been starting her for the past couple of days, and it, it's killed me the first two days. But I had the point her is, last the night. point is Minnesota's not very good. We thought Minnesota was going to struggle this year. Phoenix had a high win total. We thought it'd go under because once again with Skyward Diggins Smith being out, we thought they would struggle. So Chicago has been good this season, but they have yet to face an opponent of the Mystics caliber. And you're looking at Washington. They're one and two. What's going on? And they faced off against the Liberty and the, and the Sun twice. I, I'm not sure if you got to try to schedule something harder besides throwing the aces in there somewhere, but I'm going with the Mystics here. Simply put, they've had a very tough three games, and I do think they're going to look sharp against a weaker opponent in this one. This line feels a bit light to me. I know Washington hasn't exactly been the greatest road team, uh, but I do think that with them facing off against top-tier talent in the WNBA so far this season – this is a much lighter opponent to deal with, and it's the opposite for the Sky, who have played two weaker opponents and are facing off against one of the best teams in the league. I think the Mystics win comfortably, personally. I'm going to lean to the Mystics minus four, or minus five, I mean. Yeah, my, minus four and a half, I see here. Uh, yeah, it's not really any... I, I think that there's a clear level of tiers in the WNBA right now. You have the super teams here, which is the aces and Liberty. You have the really, really good teams that don't qualify as super teams, which is the mystics and, and the sun. Well, I should say sun and mystics sun yeah. took two games from them. So sun and mystics, and then you have everybody else in the league. And I, I, I think that this is yeah. an interesting spot for Chicago because they are at home. And I think they can make the game interesting for a point, So, which is why I'm not going to lean to a first-half play with Washington. I'm probably just going to take them for the full game because I think the Chicago Sky can make it interesting and possibly make it interesting early. But over the course of a full game, I just think that the defense for the Washington Mystics is going to give Kalia Copper a lot of issues. She's not going to be able to get herself into a good rhythm. We're going to see how they uh, – how they slow down this Chicago offense that looked really, really good again versus the Lynx and the Mercury, but still looked a lot better than what was portrayed preseason. So, yeah, I'm here. I'm with you. I'm taking the Washington Mystics. It's a pretty easy play for me, minus four and a half. I'm still backing Mystics unders. I don't blame you. and a half. I, I just, I don't know how, I can't see myself. I really, really like, cannot see a situation where I say I'm going to come up here and tell you I'm a better over with the Washington Mystics. They're by far one of the best defensive teams in the league, if not the best defensive team in the league. I'm on the under as well. Uh, even with Chicago performing well offensively, they did score 75 points against the Mercury and 77 against Minnesota. And defensively, they've been good. So I do think that the under is going to be the play for me, along with the Mystics. I just think that neither team really wants to run, and that's going to result mm -hmm. in a pretty ugly game in itself. This total feels a bit inflated because of Connecticut, but once again, Connecticut offensively is still a very good team, so I do think it'll balance out a little bit. You can argue with defensive intensity, maybe the coaching staff will make sure the Mystics bring it defensively because they gave up 88 in the immediate rematch last game at home. So I'll be on the under. This number feels a bit high. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What was I... There we go. Yeah, so in terms of pace right now, Chicago Sky, last place uh, team in terms of pace. Mystics are sitting there at 
eight right now. That last game with the Connecticut Sun was just a crazy mm-hmm. amount of pace from both teams in the second game of a back-to-back for them. But So that's a little bit skewed. But both of these two teams, very, very slow in pace. I'm actually uh, – uh, Hassan said he got that under at 158.5. Yeah, definitely. I, I see that it's in the down point, too. I, I would take a first half under, honestly. I think that that's probably what James Wade and company want to do and how they start this game is that if we're going to play a slow pace, then we're going to stay in striking distance, of, striking distance of this team. They understand that this is, you know, projected the better team of them, even though they're 2-0. and So I think defensively they're going to come out as well. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at a first half under of 78 and a half as well. Yeah, I like the under also early because the Mystics, as I said before, had two uncharacteristically bad defensive games after holding the Liberty to just 64 in the opener. Mm-hmm. I can really see the coaching staff just hammering home the importance of defense early on in this game, and we'll set the tone early. So I don't mind Chicago team total under, the full game under. I really don't see many points, but I am more scared of Washington going crazy than Chicago. So I, I am going to link to the under, but I look at that team total as well for Chicago. And I'll go with the under as well. Yeah. Uh, what was that? What's that Chicago team total? I got it right here. It is 76 and a half. Yeah. I'd- Once again, 76 and a half. They scored 77 against Fe- against Minnesota and 75 against the Mercury. And now they're against arguably the best defensive team in the league. I don't think they can keep that average. I'm on the under. I'm not sure they get to 70. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Uh, you see any player props around? Hang uh, on. Here. No, I did not, but I'll quickly check. Let's see if we can find any type of player prop hanging around. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think in the second half, this really can get away from the Chicago sky. Uh, let me see here. Do we have any type of win margin? Yeah, Mystics by Mystics by eleven plus is plus two ten. Okay, I don't mind that. I mean, the only argument like you, maybe on the road if you think Chicago keeps it close anyway. But I mean, we saw the. I think they keep it close for the first team. half, but the yeah. second half, like I'm expecting you four quarters to be able to try to score on this defense. It may. I mean, the Mystics could put up seventy five points, and they can still cover this eleven and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if the sky barely cracked sixty in this game. To be honest. Especially yeah. with the performance that they had against the Sun. I, I think this number is really, really low. That plus 210 is really interesting for 11 plus for the Washington Mystics. All right. I'm not seeing any any player props. Do you have a, uh, what's it, prize picks? Prize picks normally has some stuff. Uh, It's not legal in New York, so I can't use uh, it. Dang. All right. Excuse me. Well, before we get into the other game that's actually playing tonight, I'm going to talk to you about Shady Rays because last time I checked, it's still May. So, Shady May contest is still going on. We're teaming up with Shady Rays where you can get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Use promo code SGPN. And then you can take that receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500 in the Shady May contest. These are durable frames. They're great for extremely clear outdoor optics if you lose or break your pair even on day one they'll send you a new pair no questions asked and our international listeners can get shady rays because they're shipping to canada australia new zealand and the uk sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady is where you take that receipt shadyrays.com promo code sgpn for two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses 
All right, game number two. We have the Dallas Wings on the road going to play the Seattle Storm. Wings are laying four and a half. 160 and a half is the total that I see here. Let's see. For my injury report, we have Tierra McGowan is questionable with that knee ankle injury that we saw last game. Diamond Shields is still out. Uh, Lou Lopez is still out. We have for the Storm, nothing. It looks like that their whole cast is going to be avail- available for this game. Scott, I'm going to throw it over to you. Laying four and a half on the road with the Wings. So I, when I initially checked this line last night, I believe the Wings were like six or seven. So this line has actually moved a lot. Now, I'm not sure how many points McGowan is worth. Uh, I'd probably guess one or two, maybe, give or take. Yeah, I mean, she I'm, offers some size. She does offer some really good yeah. size and rebounding. But it does seem I, I like... See yeah. I was, I was going to say, from what I remember, it opened up at like six or seven. I don't know if you can confirm that or not, but that's what I remember. I see a... Uh, I see five and a half. Okay. It could have been, but you know, sometimes these things be finicky. I'm pretty sure I saw a six last night. So either way, the point is it does seem like either from injury or just based on where the money's going, it seems like people are kind of buying in on the storm a little bit. Mm -hmm. It could not have gone worse for the storm in the first game of the season. They lost the game Mm -hmm. by about 40 at home. I mean, it could have been the fever that you lost by 42. That's true. (laughs) I kind of meant the overall (laughs) scoreboard. It wasn't good, but I think I'm actually going to lean to Seattle here. This team's bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not just leaning. I'm all in on Seattle here. I'm still not sold on Dallas. And the fact is, I'm going to get a team that faced off against the best team in the league. They got buried. They had a week or so to basically let the loss marinate. I think at home, they'll give a much better effort. So I'm going to lean to Seattle. We thought going into the win total episode that Dallas was a little bit overvalued. And we thought that maybe they would potentially struggle. They had a nice win against Atlanta. Uh, Uh overall good game but i do think on the road they've had some problems in years past i'm gonna link to seattle here i don't like them as a team they're arguably the second worst team in the league but i do think that in this spot it's not bad i'm gonna take the points and the line movement does suggest seattle might be alive to win this game yeah i'm not just leaning seattle i'm all in on seattle i think seattle's gonna win this game and i think it's gonna be off the back of jewel lloyd and this is the matchup that she wants like you think of that last game where she had Candace Parker, you have Asia Wilson, you have Jackie Young, like you have all, all these great defenders and, you know, the aces are going to make it tough on you regardless. Like they're going to make it tough on you and then they're going to make every, almost every freaking shot here with Dallas. The door is open for Jewel Lloyd to come out here and have 25, 30 plus points in this game. Mm-hmm. truly truly is and i think that that's where this all starts i think that this is going to be a little bit more to seattle's pace in the game jewel lloyd's going to get in and get to her spot and it's going to be a, a shot fest honestly now you know you got arike on the other side arike while i do love and adore her so much the shooting percentages are concerning and she's going to take about 20 or so shots per game. So if she's not on, then that sets Dallas back tremendously. And that's why I'm not saying Dallas is a better team without her, but the ball moves a lot more freely without her because she's not taking 20 plus shots like she does every game. So we saw that in the playoffs for a little bit, small sample size, but we did yeah. see that in effect. Yeah. So here 
it's really that same thing. And I think that there's a chance that the ball can't get a little stagnant with Dallas. I think that with Jewel, who has a better matchup in terms of going against the opponent's defense, that she's going to be able to score a lot more. I think that she can get some of the, you know, some more help in this game in a game that we just Dallas isn't doesn't profile as a good defensive team. And I think that they're going to let Seattle hang around, hang around, hang around. And this is going to be a spot a week off after playing the aces. Super, the first game without Super, without Breonna Stewart sold out game. Everybody's there to see, you know, either the new look of this team or go see the aces play. Like now it's all about them. They can kind of sit back, refocus this team, as you said, over the past week and really put a good game together. So I think Seattle plus four and a half is a good look. I'm sprinkling on a money line. I think Seattle's live to win this game. Yeah. Uh, we got the, you're, you're more confident than I am, but we, we were on the same page uh, for the actual result. We got the total at 160 and a half. That's gone down about two points already. I don't really have a strong opinion on the total because Seattle, nobody could hit a shot in the first game against the Aces. I, uh-huh. I can't really tell because the Aces are so much better than them that it was really like watching, I don't even know, like Gonzaga against some random school to start the college year when they win by 60. Uh-huh. It really wasn't even close. So I, I can't read much into it. I think I'm going to lean under, uh, but I don't, once again, feel great about it. I think Seattle is going to look better defensively, and I think offensively they might look better as well, so it kind of cancels out. I'm also just going to back Dallas, potentially looking a bit underwhelming on the road. So I'm going to lean under. I don't feel great about the total, though, full disclosure. Yeah, I mean... I don't have enough samples. Dallas still... So I'm I'm on Seattle team total over 77.5. Okay. And that's how I play it. The Atlanta Dream shot 35.4% from the field, 28.1% from three. They turned the ball over 19 times Mm -hmm. in that game, and they still scored 78 points. And mindful, this is a 8 for 24. Who scored scored 78 points? Uh, The Dream, the Atlanta Dream. Oh, sorry. In that game game against Dallas. So, Mm -hmm. And mindful, Ari McDonald, 2 for 11, Alicia Gray, 4-14, Ryan Howard, 8-24, not really good percentages there. I think that you're going to get a better offensive effort, a little bit slower of a pace, but a better offensive effort from the Seattle Storm. I think Seattle goes over their team total, and if I think Seattle goes over, I think that the Wings go under their team total. So that's kind of how I would play the total there. All right, I, I, don't, I don't mind that strategy. Let's see here. Yeah, whenever they release props, just take the over on Jewel Lloyd. Like, you shouldn't – don't think about it. Whatever the number is going to be at, whatever – they're probably going to set it low. I'm not going to lie. It's the second game of the season for her. They're probably going to set it low. I'm taking it whatever it's at. She's got the ultimate green light, so there's no reason to assume that anybody else is going to take a decent amount of shots on that team. Yeah, very much so. Uh, she had, And, again, she had 22 against Aces. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Anything else for two games? I don't I don't have anything else. Do you? No, I do not. Let's get into our lock and dog here. And I'm going to go ahead and give out my edge boost double down play of the day, which is my lock. I'm going with the Washington Mystics minus four and a half. I think that they are just going to come in here and blow the doors out of Chicago at home. Re- 
emphasize that there is a gap between the top four teams and the rest of the league. And they are going to put that out there for show, maybe close in the first half, but I'm expecting by the, by the time the fourth quarter runs around that they've locked in enough defensively. And it's really, really hard for Chicago to get their offensive sets going. And they just slowly inch away, inch away, inch away, covering this number. I'm taking Washington mystics minus four and a half. That's my lock for my dog. It's pretty simple. Talked about them earlier. Give me Seattle plus 165 at home. I love a home dog in WNBA. And I think Seattle is going to be able to match up with Dallas. I'm not as high on Dallas. And apparently I'm not as high on the dream, how the dream lost to Dallas. But I am not as high on Dallas as some other people are. I think that defensively the storm can give them some issues. And Jewel Lord's going to pull them to a win. So plus 165 for the Seattle storm. Scott, yeah, so uh, I was going to say, uh, I did find a 170. So right. I I'll, I gave you the 170 instead. I was looking for, a, I mean, for my lock and my dog, I was kind of looking for an alternative one uh, for a total. But unfortunately, I can't find it. So I'm going to have to get creative here. But I am going to go with the uh, Sky team total under 76.5 as my lock. That number just feels way too high. Uh, you're mm-hmm. looking at a team that, once again, is averaging 76 points per game this season, and yet they faced off against the Lynx, who aren't great defensively, and the Mercury, and we know they're not very good defensively, and now they're facing off against one of the best defensive teams in the league off of back-to-back underwhelming showings defensively. I do think you're going to end up seeing the Mystics really, really dial it in defensively, and as a result, the Sky are going to struggle. So I'm going to go with the under for a team total on the Sky at 76 and a half as my lock uh, for the actual dog, though. This is why I'm kind of annoyed because I was going to take an alternative under in this game. But unfortunately, I couldn't find it as far as I'm concerned, unless I miss something. I'm just doing one quick mm. check again. See if I found yeah, something. I'm looking around for you. Uh, OK, you I, I, did, be... I did find some alternative ones okay. with the W. You cannot be loyal to a single book because one book never has everything you need. Okay, so I did find something. I'm going to do a two-pick parlay on the same game. I'm going to take the Mystics money line and the under 157.5, and that pays out a plus 180. Uh, So I'm going to go with that. I I think at the end of the day, the Mystics are going to win the game uh, Mm -hmm. because I do think that defensively they're the better team, even just talent-wise the much better team. And I do think after those terrible defensive showings against the Sun, they are in line for a much better effort. And I do think you're going to end up seeing the Mystics, once again, look relatively sharp. But I did find a combo bet. I'm not sure how many books can give it to you, but I found it. So I'll take the Mystics money line and the under 157.5, and and that pays out at plus 180, and that will be my dog. All right. And I have found a book that had a couple of player props up there. I see Jewel Lloyd at 21 and a half minus 115 both ways. I will absolutely take the over there. If they're going to win, she's dropping at least 25. Yes, very much so. And I also see Satu Sabali 15 and a half points. I think she's going over her prop as well. I think that it's going to be a lot more Satu and a lot less Arike in this game. Uh, Satu coming off of 25 in that first game. Very, very good effort there. So, that is what I'm going with in terms of props. I didn't really, uh, I, I didn't want to get there on an under on Clea Copper just because of the volume 
and her her props at 18 and a half even though i do think that they're they're going to throw some different looks at her that's a little bit too much uh well it's a little bit too much to ask because she's probably going to get about 20 shot attempts regardless but other than that scott anything else for people before we get up out of here not really two games slate went through in about half an hour i know we'll be back later on tonight for the nba show with munaf so we're going to do a three-person show should be the only episode of the weekend because the only game is going to be on Saturday, and then the next game, in theory, would be Monday. So, yeah, we're only going to do one NBA show this weekend, so check that out probably around 7 p.m. Eastern, so keep an eye out for that. All right. Uh, That is about it. Make sure that you, one, listening on podcast version, we are live on YouTube this year. Go to NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube, and you can find us there. And, I mean, as for the times... It's either around 7 or 8 p.m. Eastern when line lines are out, or it's going to be at some point in the morning of the next day. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully we can get some more stability with when the lines are dropping out, when we can have episodes. But just keep those. That's why you should be subscribed, because if you're subscribed, then you get the notification, and you'll never miss it. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.